Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Avram Goldar, and today Maseches Kedushin Daf Tezayin, the first parakeh Isha Nignes. The Zichud Maseches Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the three dots we're going to focus on. And when Ula says the source of an Eved Ivri may be acquired with the stars, the pasuk Imacheres Ikachlo, if he takes another wife in addition to his father's Amma Ivriya, Hikisha Kazvu Acheres, the pasuk compares the Amma to the other ordinary wife. Just as a wife is acquired with the star and the Amma, and by extension an Eved, is also acquired with the star. However, this drushi depends on a machuk about who writes the star of an Amma Ivriya. Rav Huna holds Adon Kosvo, the master writes it and gives it to the father. And Rav Chisto holds Av Kosvo, the father writes it and gives it to the master. According to Rav Huna, the star of an Ami Ivriya parallels the star of Kedushan, that the acquirer, meaning the husband, writes and gives the star. But according to Rav Chisto, that the seller, the father writes and gives it, the star of an Ami Ivriya cannot be derived from that of Kedushan. Rav Akhabar Yaakov provides a second Avadim An Ami Ivriya shall not leave like the leaving of Canaanite slaves. But she may be acquired like Canaanite slaves are acquired. And what is the way in which she may be acquired? Through a star. The Gemara proceeds to explain how to derive star specifically from this drasha. Point number two is Tanya Bright's Ubashavakasivar. An Evid Ivri can acquire himself with money, items worth money, and a document. After explaining the source for money and items worth money, the Gemara analyzes the case of Shtar. If the Shtar is obligating himself for the redemption money, that is the equivalent of money and not an additional method. If instead it's a document of shikhur, emancipation, being freeing him before his term is completed, why is the Shtar necessary? Let him tell the servant in front of two witnesses, go. Or tell him in front of Basin, go, thereby waiving his monetary right to his service. Rava concludes, This demonstrates that an Evid Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term. And therefore, the master who forgives the remainder of what the slave owes him, the remainder is not forgiven because the master's partial ownership of the Evid Ivri cannot be forgiven. And point number three, Reish Lakish says, Ami Ibri acquires herself from her master's domain through the father's death. This is derived from a Kalva Homer. If Simanim, signs of Na'arus, do not remove a girl from the father's domain, yet remove her from the master's domain, then the father's death, which removes her from her father's domain, meaning her labor belongs to her and not his heirs, surely should remove her from the master's domain. Rachel Akisha's ruling is challenged and defended until finally, Rav Amram quotes a Bryce which lists the servants who receive Hanaka as one who goes out at the end of six years at Yobo with the master's death and an Ami Ivriya through money, but does not list the father's death. This proves conclusively that an Ami Ivriya does not go free with the father's death. And the more explains that Rachel Akisha's Kavachomer can be undermined. What comparison is there with signs of Na'arus, where her body has physically changed, causing her to go free? Tomer Will you say the same with her father's death, where her body has not physically changed? So once again, the three points are number one. Ula says the source, that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with the stars, the Pasek, if he takes another wife, in addition to his father's Amri Ivriya, the Pasek compares the Amma to the other ordinary wife. Just as a wife is acquired with the star, and the Amma, and by extension an Evid, is also acquired with the star. However, this drush depends on a machuk about who writes the star of an Amma Ivriya. Rav Huna holds Adon Kosvo, the master writes it and gives it to the father. And Rav Chisto holds Av Kosvo, the father writes it and gives it to the master. According to Rav Huna, the star of an Ami Ivriya parallels the star of Kedushan, that the acquirer, meaning the husband, 
writes and gives the star. But according to Rav Chizda, that the seller, the father, writes and gives it, the star of an Ami cannot be derived from that of Kedushin. Rav Yaakov provides a second Ami shall not leave like the leaving of Canaanite slaves. But she may be acquired like Canaanite slaves are acquired. And what is the way in which she may be acquired? Through a star. The Gemara proceeds to explain how to derive star specifically from this Russia. Point number two is Tanya writes Vakonis has small bekasiv ubeshava kasiv ubeshtar. An evid ivri can acquire himself with money, items worth money, and a document. After explaining the source for money and items worth money, the Gemara analyzes the case of star. If the star is obligating himself for the redemption money, that is the equivalent of money and not an additional method. If instead it's a document of shikhur emancipation, being freeing him before his term is completed, why is the star necessary? Let him tell the servant in front of two witnesses, go. Or tell him in front of Basin, go, thereby waiving his monetary right to his service. Rava concludes, This demonstrates that an Evid Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term. And therefore the master who forgives the remainder of what the slave owes him, the remainder is not forgiven because the master's partial ownership of the Evid Ivri cannot be forgiven. And point number three, Reish Lakish says, An Ami acquires herself from her master's domain through the father's death. This is derived from a Kalvachomer. If Simanim, signs of Na'arus, do not remove a girl from the father's domain, yet remove her from the master's domain, then the father's death, which removes her from her father's domain, meaning her labor belongs to her and not his heirs, surely should remove her from the master's domain. Rishwakish's ruling is challenged and defended until finally, Ravamram quotes a price which lists the servants who receive Hanaka as one who goes out at the end of six years at Yovo with the master's death and an Amiivria through some money, but does not list the father's death. This proves conclusively that an Amiivria does not go free with the father's death, and the more explains that Rishwakish's Kavachomer can be undermined. What comparison is there with signs of Na'arus, where her body has physically changed, causing her to go free? Will you say the same with her father's death, where her body has not physically changed? All right, so now we go to Simadav Tezain, and our standard Simon is toes, and we often use an acrobat with large toes for the Simon. So here goes. After the acrobat with large toes and the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Evid Ivri, with a start, just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, and that the Ami Ivriya didn't go free upon her father's death. Once again, slow motion. After the acrobat with large toes, acrobat with large toes, that must be one of Tezayan. After the acrobat with large toes and the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Evid Ivri with a star, just like an Ami Ivriya, which reminds us, Ula says the source that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with a star is the Pasuk Imacheris Ikachlo. If he takes another wife, in addition to his father's Ami Ivriya, Ikisha Kasva Acheris, the Pasuk compares the Amma to the other ordinary wife. So just as a wife is acquired with a star, an Amma, and by extension an Evid, is also acquired with a star. Rav Yaku provides a second Russia. So, after the acrobat with large toes and the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Ebed Ivri, with a star, just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, which reminds us, Rabbi teaches that an Ebed Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term, and therefore, the master who forgives the remainder of what the slave owes him, the remainder is not forgiven because the master's partial ownership of the Ebed Ivri cannot be forgiven. So, after the acrobat with large toes and the diamond-studded suit was acquired as an Ebed Ivri, with a star, just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, and that the Ami Ivriya didn't go free 
upon her father's death, which reminds us, Ravamra quotes a Bryce which lists the servants who receive Hanaka gifts as one who goes out at the end of six years at Yovo with the master's death and in Amaivria through Simanim. But he doesn't list the father's death. This proves conclusively that an Amaivria does not go free with the father's death. So once again, after the acrobat with large toes and the diamond studded suit was acquired as an Ebed Ivri, with a star, just like an Ami Ivriya, he was shocked to discover that his master owned his entire body, and that the Ami Ivriya didn't go free upon her father's death. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazar. Daf Yud Beis. So the symbol Daf Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. Six of the diamond brothers, six brothers, and another six, 12 brothers all together? That must be more on Daf. Yud Beis. Six of the Diamond Brothers were so busy worrying that the date a man gave their sister for Kedushin was worth a Shabbaprutah and Maddai, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that a man once gave a woman a date for Kedushin and Shmuel ruled that even if an entire core of dates is only worth a dinar and a single date is less than a Prutah, she's considered married. Chayshin and Shem and Shabbaprutah and Maddai were concerned that perhaps it's worth a Prutah and Maddai where dates are less available. So, Six of the Diamond Brothers were so busy worrying that the date a man gave their sister for Kedushin was worth a Shavapruta and Madai, and the other six brothers were distracted telling the mother of the man who was Makadashir with a blue stone the day earlier that they don't believe her that it was worth a Shavapruta, which reminds us, a man once married a woman with a blue stone and another man married her afterwards. Rav Chista evaluated the stone to see if it was worth a Pruta to determine if she was married to the first or second man. After Rav Chista determined that the stone was not worth a Pruta and she was married to the second man, the first man's mother told Rav Chista that the stone was worth a Pruta on the day of the Kedushin. is not within your ability to prohibit her to the second man through your testimony. So, six of the Diamond Brothers were so busy worrying that the date a man gave their sister to Kedushin was worth a Shavapruta Madai, and the other six brothers were distracted telling the mother of the man who was Makadashi with the blue stone the day earlier that they don't believe her that it was worth a Shavapruta, that they didn't notice that their other sister sat in silence after a man told her she should become Mukadeshis with the four Zuz wrapped in the Hadassim. He gave her earlier, which reminds us, a man once married a woman with a mat of hadasim. When he was told it was worth less than a pruta, he responded, let her become married with the farzuz wrapped inside it. She kept the money and was silent. Rava said, the case is silence after money was given. And any silence after money is given is meaningless and does not constitute consent. So the simmer Daf Yud Gimel is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must mean we're on Daf Yud Gimel. The bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit, who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her. For Kedushim, which reminds us, Gemara relates that a man once stole ribbons from a woman, and when she asked for them, he responded, If I give them to you, will you be married to me? She accepted them and was silent. But Nachum ruled that she can say, Ain shakli, bididi shakli. Yes, I took them, but I took that which was mine and did not accept them as Kedushim. So the bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for Kedushin wisely refused to get involved because he wasn't qualified and it would be worse than bringing a mabo. Which reminds Rav Yudah quoted Shmuel, Koshenu Yedei B'tiv Gidim B'Kedushin Anyone who does not know the laws of Gidim and Kedushin Lo Yehelo Esek should have no involvement in them. Rav Yochanan added, Vakashin Lo'om Yosem Medor HaMabo and those who involve themselves without qualification are worse for the world than the generation of the flood. So the bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for Kedushin wisely refused to get involved because he wasn't qualified and it would be worse than bringing a mabo.
and shared that he had plans to bring the oil for his late mother because she booted the Raisa and she died after bringing her khatas. Which reminds us, two disputes of record which revolve around if she booted the Raisa. The obligation of a person's property is beholden to a debt biblically requiring payment after his death. A mission states about a woman who gave birth who brought her requisite khatas but died before bringing her oil, that her heirs must bring her oil. Shmuel qualifies this, it only applies where she designated an oil while she was still living. But if she didn't, her heirs do not bring an oil. The Gemara deduces that he holds Shibuda loved the Raisa. The obligation on her inherited property is not beholden biblically. Rabbi Yochanan says the heirs must bring her Ola even if she did not designate one because he holds Shibuda the Raisa. Daf Yedalad. So the similar Daf Yedalad is a hand and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The Yavama who is juggling diamonds. Juggling? That must be around Daf Yedalad. Yad. The Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer, which reminds the Gemara brings the source for the Kinyanim of a Yavam. The Yavam's death permits her based on a Kalvachomer. If a married woman whose adultery is punishable by death becomes permitted through her husband's death, then a Yavama whose adultery is only a love should certainly become permitted with the Yavam's death. So the Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk, from a Kalvachomer, decide to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with a Kenyan Kesef, which reminds the Gemara brings the Kenyanim of an Evid Ivri and the source for acquiring an Evid with money. The Torah teaches that an Amma Ivri can be redeemed by deducting time served from her original purchase price. This indicates she was originally purchased with money, proving that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with money. So the Yavama who's juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer decided to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with the Kenyan Kasif and saw an Evid sold by Basin show off his board ear to a Mokhar Atzmo who looked in disgust, which reminds us that Brisa discusses four distinctions between a servant who sells himself and one sold by Basin, one of them being that a Mokhar Atzmo Enonirza, one who sells himself, cannot have his ear bored to remain after completing his term. Makharu Basin Nirza, but one sold by Basin, can have his ear bored to remain. Rabbi disputes all the distinctions, saying that both types of servants are only sold for six years, can be Nirza, receive gifts upon leaving, and can be given a Shifcha Khananis. Dav Tezvav, so the similar Dav Tezvav relates to Tubishvat, and we use a fruit bowl. So here goes. After the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be more in Duff, Tezvav, Tubishvat. After the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the evit sold by Bastin, which reminds us, our brights on the previous Duff listed in Machok is about several differences between an evit Ivri who sold himself and one sold by Bastin. Here the Gemara explains the opinion that one who sold himself does not receive a Hanaka gifts when he goes free. The Pusik says about one sold by Bastin, Hanek Taniklo, you shall surely give him gifts, teaching that they are only given to him and not to one who sells himself. The more brings an explanation for what the other ton of darshans from the word lo. So, after the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the evid sold by Bastin, three fruit bowls arrived and were given to the three different types of evid ivri to celebrate their freedom at Yobo, which reminds us Rebbe Yezim and Yaakov requires three psukim to teach that each type of evid ivri, one who sold himself, one sold by Bastin, and Anirza, go free at Yobo. So, after the rich master presented a diamond set of fruit bowl full of gifts, only to the Evid sold by Bastin, three fruit bowls arrived and were given to the three different types of Evid Ivri to celebrate their freedom at Yovel, leaving only the Jewish slave of an idol to redeem by his rich uncle, who wasn't going free, empty-handed, which reminds us, this Malchokas of a Jewish slave of an idolater goes free when redeemed by relatives or others. But Yossi Agui holds, it's logical he should serve others who redeem him, because if he would go free, they would hold back and not redeem him. 
Rabbi Akiva holds it's logical that he should serve relatives who redeem, because otherwise every day he would go and sell himself to idolaters knowing his relatives will free him. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn that anyone who does not know the halachos of Gittin and Kedushin should have no involvement in them? That's on Duff. Good gamel. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you learn that an Amma Ivriya does not go free upon her father's death? That's on Duff. Tezain. Good. Number three. Which stuff are three different Pesukim brought to teach that the three different types of Ebed Ivri go free at Yovel? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good. Number four. Which stuff are sources brought for acquiring an Ebed Ivri with a star? One being that it was learned from a Hekvish between an Amma Ivriya and an ordinary wife. That's on Duff. Tezayin. Good number five. Which of the one that a Yavam's death permits the Yavama to the Shuk based on a call of a Homer? That's on Dav. Yedad. Good number six. Which of the one in the Shmuel rules that if a man was Makadish a woman with a single date, we have to be concerned that it's worth a Pruta in Madai? That's on Dav. Yedbeis. Good number seven. Which of the one in the different ways that an Evid is acquired, one of them being through a Kenyan Kesev? That's on Dav. Yadad. Good number eight. Which of the one in Evid Ivri's body is owned by the master during his term? That's on Duff. Tezain. Good number nine. Which Duff of Malkog has been Evid that was redeemed from an idolater goes free if he was redeemed by relatives or by others? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good. Number 10. Which stuff do we have a Malkokas if she booted the Raisa? If the obligation of a person's property is beholden to a debt biblically, requiring payment after death, such as bringing a mother's Ola after she already brought a Chatas, that's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Yavram Goldharb Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.